everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. On this podcast, I speak with people who have said yes to a greater calling in their lives, people who are living with passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. Today, I am speaking with Katie Zamet, and she is the founder of The Mommy Tribe, and it's at themommytribe.com and The Mommy Tribe on Instagram, and that is how I found her on Instagram, and I reached out to see if she'd be willing to talk to me. She is the perfect guest for a podcast about people who have said yes in their lives, and we talk a lot about that here. Um, honestly, this went by so fast. I felt like we could have talked for hours and I feel like I say that almost every podcast, um, but it's true. She's just really interesting and you're going to love her. So, um, I can't wait for you to listen in. Thanks for being here. Enjoy. Hi Katie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am so excited to be finally talking to you. I know. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? Yes, I love it. For the listeners, you guys want you to know that Katie and I have been trying to hook up for, I don't know, a few months now. And then, of course, like you're like doing all these things. You're busy and I'm calling you today and I can't find out like nothing's working right. So we feel like this is going to be a super good phone call. Like the Lord really wants us to connect uh, because the enemy is doing everything he can to make it not happen. But we are persisting. So, yes, we are. <laughs> I appreciate that. So Katie is the founder of Mommy Tribe, and that is maybe an account that some of my listeners have seen on Instagram, and I'm super excited to talk about that and a lot of other things you have going on. So would you mind just kind of introducing yourself and kind of what you do um, to everybody? Sure. Um, so my name's Katie, and I have been married for seven years, and I have two children, two boys. Um, they are almost six and two, and we are actually in the process of adopting our third. Awesome. And about, I think it was maybe two years ago at this point, um, I looked at my husband and I said, I feel like God's prompting me to start an Instagram account to encourage and equip women. And he looked at me and he was like, okay, then do it. And I was like, it's kind of weird though, right? <laughs> like, does it make sense? Like, what am I doing? And um, I've always had a heart for... Uh, women's ministry actually in college I did um, a, a brief internship and worked closely with our um, director of women's ministry at the church I was at and really have always wanted to encourage women um, and that that really hasn't ever changed and I I just feel like that's something that God has continued to develop in me a desire for and basically the mommy tribe was born in that um i feel like i'm you know two years in i still don't really know exactly what it will look like or what it will be but it's basically i feel like god's asked me to live my life in a way that is honest and that's real and that shows the struggle of motherhood and of being a wife and just a woman in general and to help other women along the way not that i have the answers obviously but i know where to turn to uh, for the answers and for the encouragement. And so um, I feel like that's basically what I'm doing. It's led to a lot of other things. Um, like I get to do graphic design work and God has somehow tied in things that I love doing into this thing that um, hopefully encourages other women and moms out there. So I love that's that. Basically what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. And you are encouraging people. I looked at your Instagram account today and I think you, you have like 12,000 followers or something. I do. That's I don't, I, awesome. it's wild. It's, 
<laughs> it's wild. <laughs> well, and I think what it is is affirmation, right? Like you felt the prompting of the Lord to do this and, and really just this need for women to have encouragers around them. And I love how you said, you know, real and authentic and you don't have the answers. You know who does have the answers and I, that's really beautiful. But just that idea that we don't have to put forth this perfect facade, um, but it's in right. our vulnerability that we attract people to us. And so I think that's, um, that's really beautiful. I love what you're doing. And I, I want to ask about um, kind of your faith journey, if you don't mind. Like, have you always walked with the Lord? Like, did you grow mm -hmm. up knowing Jesus? So, no, I um, I actually grew up in a like a wonderful home that uh, my mom was raised Catholic and my dad was raised Baptist. But in our home, I never doubted that there was a God. I was always taught um, that God existed and I think probably that he was good. I think that was basically what I grew up knowing. And um, Jesus just wasn't talked about in my home. Um, I remember in high school, actually, that I had some close friends who were Christians, and I didn't really even know the difference. Like, I didn't know that I wasn't a Christian. Um, yeah. But they would always talk about Jesus. And I remember, if I'm totally honest, I remember feeling uncomfortable. Like, yeah. this just it just seemed weird to me. And uh, looking back at my life, what's what's pretty amazing and what I'm really thankful for is that um, God gave me parents that loved me well and never made, like they always, they raised me in a way where it was easy for me to know that there was a God and that he was good. And I never, they gave me that kind of foundation. I'm so thankful for that. And then when I look back at my life, my best friends were always Christians um, that came from strong Christian homes who I was, I was always close to their families yeah. and God just surrounded me with people that loved the Lord. And I didn't know it at the time, uh, but I didn't become a Christian until I was 16 in high school. Yeah. I went to a silly, a girls retreat, which I think is partially where the love for women's ministry has come from because it was at that retreat that I, I actually, fell in love with the Lord in a way that I, I couldn't really explain then. And I, I feel like I still really can't, but I started going to youth group and I, I would go home and tell my mom, I would say, there's something about it. Like when I'm there, it feels right. And I, I want to go back. And yeah. I, what it was, was the Holy Spirit drawing me in and um, just really me learning who the Lord was and that he was good and that he was for me and that he cared about me and all of those things. And so when I was 16, I became a Christian. I went to college when I was 18, and this is a longer story, but I ended up sharing a room with a friend of mine from high school, and she loved the Lord. And I remember watching her read her Bible every day, and I can remember thinking, what is she getting out of that? Like, what yeah. is she, why did she keep doing that? Like, I had read my Bible, and I listened at church and all of those things, but I didn't know how to be in the Word for myself, and that God really did want to teach me things. Um, that applied to my life today. And so I'm so thankful that God put me in a room with her and mm. she helped me to learn really how to read my Bible and how to, I can remember praying out loud with her. Um, I was scared to do that because that wasn't how I grew up. So yeah. that was different for me. Um, yeah. And she encouraged me in that. And so then I got plugged into a really great church and I watched women that were older than me um, love their husbands and love their kids in a way that 
honored the Lord. And it was, it was basically from there that I feel like God drew me into actually having a true relationship with himself, not just saying I'm a Christian, yeah, but knowing that it meant a lot more for my life. It actually affects my everyday and it, it is who I am instead of just a decision that I've made. Oh, amen. So. That is awesome. <laughs> No, I hear you. I hear you. I also, um, it's funny because my, I was the opposite. My dad was Catholic and my mom was Baptist. So, oh, but, how funny. Okay. Yeah. Same thing, but we were raised Catholic. So yeah, I understand that story. That's awesome too. I love it. And now in college, did you end up doing anything? Like, did you do like, uh, like Young Live or Campus Crusade? You know, did you do anything on campus? Like for your, I did. The, I did the church that I was, um, a part of had a campus ministry called Ignite. And I, and I got plugged into that my sophomore year of college. And that was, it was, it was such a great thing for me. Um, and I ended up being a part of that and ended up leading in that ministry. And that actually was the place that I had the first opportunity to do um, any type of women's ministry. Like I, it's funny. Um, my gosh, I think it would have been my junior or senior year, maybe my senior year. I felt um, the draw to do ministry. It was like, maybe I'll go into it full time. Like I, I couldn't tell, but I knew that that's what my heart was. Before that, I was planning to go to medical school and mm. be a pediatrician. And that was my plan. And I was a biology major, which I have a biology degree cool. that I haven't used. Yeah. Once. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> but yep. I have it. Um, and so I actually started a, like, kind of a branch of the ministry that I was in. It was called Glow, which now make, now makes me laugh looking back. But it was basically a place where <laughs> it was for the females in the college ministry, and we did Bible studies and accountability. And I actually led a couple of retreats, which was really cool for me. It gave me an opportunity to teach what God was doing in my heart and watch other girls learn how to love the Lord in that stage of life. Because I feel like college, it's such an important time. It's where we like, yeah, I don't know, decide who we want to be and who, how we want to live our lives. And yeah. so it, it was really good for me. And it, it affirmed for me the love that I have for doing that. So it was a, it was a big deal for me. Well, and it's so interesting for me to talk about that with you now because my I actually have a daughter in college. She's going to be a sophomore. And then I have a daughter in high school who's going to be a senior. And even just looking at colleges and trying to figure out, like, you know, where's Jesus here? Like, do they have – what kind of right. groups do they have? Like, what kind of campus ministries right. do they have? Like, all of that stuff. And um, it is. It's such an important time of life. And so as a mom, you know, you want to try to make sure your kids can get plugged in, but you also are trying to like make, have them make their own decisions and, you know, like. Right. I imagine, I can't imagine sending my kids off to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then just, I think what you said is so beautiful and such a reminder for my mother's heart is that, you know, God surrounded you with I can't even say it without crying, but he surrounded you with who you needed, right? Like your roommate and right. your friends. And, mm -hmm. and so it's, again, it's that trusting piece. Like, you know, right. God loves my daughters even more than I do and, and my son. Mm -hmm. um, but like, he's mm -hmm. got them, you know? And, and so, yeah, definitely paying attention and trying to get them in the right place and all of that. But it's also just trusting um, that the right people will come along and just continue and pray for that, you know, the right 
influences and, but yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that story. Okay. So, um, tell me about mommy tribe. So you said it was just like, you kind of had this idea and then what did you do? You just posted something on Instagram and called it mommy tribe. <laughs> so what's funny is when you get to know me, one thing you'll find out about me is that I like to overthink things until they can't be overthought okay. anymore. So basically when I felt like God had said to do it, I thought about it. And I thought about it and I thought about it and I talked to my husband about it and I talked to my best friend about it and I thought about it some more right. until finally my husband was like, you have to just do it. And I'm like, what exactly am I doing though? I don't even really know. And right. so I sat down, I just asked the Lord, like, what do I, what do I want it to even be? Like, I really don't even know. And instantly I sat down and I thought, I want it to be a place that encourages and equips women to love their husbands to shepherd their children and to know Jesus more. Like I want everything I do to point back to that. Awesome. And so that's kind of how it started. And so I wrote that down. So it's like your mission statement. That that's your mission. That is. So that is technically my mission statement. And I, I really try to stick to that, you know, and I've had people ask me like, well, what do you, what do you want it to be? What do you want to do? And, you know, like I sell t-shirts and I tell people, um, you know, I don't think I'll be selling t-shirts in 20 years, but right now it's fitting with what I want to do. It yeah. goes along with what I'm doing and it fits in. And so God has done some wild stuff. I feel like, um, like I do graphic design work and I have like a little Etsy shop and it's actually tied right in. And so like my Instagram posts, a lot of times come from me doing stuff in Photoshop and, um, those are being used to encourage women. Like I made scripture cards and, the point of that is that for me, it's helpful to have scripture around my house, to have it on my mirror in the bathroom, yes. to have it in my car. And so it, it's been a place where God's used things that didn't even make sense to me. Like he's pulled things together to make this what it is. Yeah. And, and basically, you know, I have some things in my mind that I'd like to do. Like I would like to put together a devotional, not really a Bible study, but more so something to encourage moms um, really th to do those things, to love their husbands, to shepherd their children and to know Jesus. Because I feel like as women, when we're walking through this life, it's, it's easy to be preoccupied. It's easy to Distracted. forget what our goals are. Yeah. yeah the, the whole world is calling for our attention. And I mean, I love a Pinterest party more than anyone else, but I've learned <laughs> that sometimes that doesn't fit with what I'm doing in that season. You know, like sometimes loving my husband means not having an extensive party. Yes. <laughs> you know, it means, yes. it means doing something easier and cheaper, which I know is just a silly example, but I'm learning that there's nothing wrong with doing a party that's over the top. And I think that they're amazing and I still have a strong love for them, but I'm just learning that those are the things that I'm holding my life up to at this point, at this season of motherhood and of wifing. It's, does this help me love my husband more? Am I shepherding my children well? And is this going to help me know the Lord more? And so... So I love that, you know, and that's like really, really good advice for people that are kind of starting something. I know, you know, there's just so many people in the world. I mean, this is why I love this podcast, just speaking of different people who've said yes and done this, 
you know, thing that, you know, stepped out on this journey. But I think it's a great place to start with your mission statement, your why, like, why am I doing this? Right. And, right. and I love that you're right. doing it to encourage and equip women. But I love that you actually have a statement you can go back to and say, so it's the litmus test, right? It's like, all right, well, I could, right. I could go do this, that, and the other, but like, does that fit these three things? Like, is that serving one of these purposes? Because if it's not, then it's not for me right now. And that just makes it easier. For right. You to... And that's hard. Yeah. yeah. Go, ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I have a hard time saying stuff, and especially things that seem fun and seem right, you know, and I feel like there's even opportunities, even, you know, I've had people contact me to do certain things, even with the mommy tribe that, and I love what they're doing, but it's like in this season, it's just, it, it doesn't fit with, with what I know God's told me to do. And so that's what I have to be. That's what I have to be focusing on, you know? Yeah. And so. Well, it is hard. And I think we all have so many interests and loves. And what I love in your story, what you just said is, you know, all these, the graphic design, like all the different things that you have been interested in and you have been drawn to and you're passionate about, the Lord can use to meet the uh, goals of your right. mission statement, right? So like even graphic design, believe it or not, can help you right. like love your husband more and shepherd your children well and get to know Jesus more. It's like I um, am part of holy yoga. I work for holy right. yoga and this international ministry. And it's like, I was doing yoga anyway. And now I get to do yoga that is about right. worshiping the Lord. And like, that's what I want to do. And that's I want to, so yeah. Right. And so it's like, yeah, I could go do regular yoga, but it doesn't fit what the mission for my life is now. And that is to right. worship the Lord. Right. And so, but I love that because I think it's so hard for us as moms and as women to kind of focus because we love so many things and, right. <laughs> you know, like how do we funnel it to make the best use of our time? And I think that's where we get overwhelmed when we think we have to be everything all the time to everyone. And I remember my mom saying to me once, um, you know, you girls have been sold a bill of goods. Like you've been sold a lie, really. Like you can have it all maybe, but you can't have it all at the same time. Right. And I remember. And we fall into that. So easy. Yes. Yeah. I remember right. that age when your kids are younger. See, so this is so fun to talk for me to talk to you because your kids are, what'd you say? Six and two. And yeah. mine are going to college. And so I love that. I just love that the different stages of motherhood teach you different things about yourself. Um, but if right. you're already on that track to love your husband well and to shepherd your children well and to love Jesus more, like that is so good. I was not fully there when my kids were six and two, <laughs> you know? Right. Well, I mean, I'm still feeling at it on the regular, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but just That's to really, know it and it's my heart. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I love that. Yeah, I mean, what um, what have you learned through the process of doing the Mommy Tribe? So you kind of started, you thought about it a lot. What was the time frame between, like, the idea and then you putting it into place, you posting that first post? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. Uh, probably a couple of months. Okay. And, like, I think when I, when I first thought of it and I came up with the name, the Mommy Tribe, I really, and really the name came from a place of, I ultimately what I would love for it to be for it to be a group of women that are sharing their stories and that are 
pouring out God's truth into the life of other women. And so that's kind of where the name the Mommy Tribe came from, that it would be a tribe of women. And I feel like I've been blessed in my life. I feel like I have some of the greatest women surrounding me, um, friends, people ahead of me in the journey of motherhood that I've been able to look to and see that's how you love your husband well. Yeah. And that's what it looks like to to discipline your children with grace and to 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 walk the road well. And so I feel like I have a lot of women around me that that do that. And I feel like I'm really rich in that area. And so basically I felt like I was going to be telling other people's stories. <laughs> like all these great women, let me tell you what they're teaching me, you know? And yeah. so I still hope that at some point it turns into like more women with me encouraging other women, if that makes any yeah. sense. Um, but going back, going back to your question, it was probably a couple of months from the idea until I think I came up with the name and I thought, okay, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get this Instagram account and I'm going to post something. And so I think the first thing I posted was my mission statement. And then I, uh, posted about it on my personal Instagram and invited my friends to join and then tag their friends. And then it just kind of started and snowballed from there. I've been, it's been a, it's been a fun journey. And I think the thing that I've learned the most, and I feel like God's always teaching me this, but being in his will is the very best place to be. Yeah. And so it's yeah. sometimes hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my husband and I are, making some decisions for our family right now that looking at it from an outsider's perspective and maybe even from our perspective, it, it seems choices and some big choices, but we know that it's what God's calling us to. And so we know that we're going to be the safest there and we're going to be the happiest there. Um, We're confident that wherever God calls us and whatever he wants to do with us, is the very best thing for us. And sometimes, sometimes I, I don't focus on that. I get caught up in the, the material things or the easier things, but what I am always learning, and even with the mommy tribe, as you know, as simple as an Instagram account might seem, I'm learning that when God calls you to something and you say yes, that it's good. It, it brings good things for you and for others. And I think that's what I'm learning. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm setting out to encourage other people, but what God's doing for me in the midst of it is huge. You know, I've had women email me um, different things. Like I lost my mom three years ago and Mm. I've shared about that on my Instagram. And I feel like that marks who I am at this point in my life is um, losing my mom. And yeah. so when I when I talk to another woman who's lost her mom, it's like I have an instant connection with them. And I feel like the Lord's blessed me with conversations and just different things and just experience to be able to speak to women and to know women on a different level. And so yeah. I selfishly feel like the mom's tribe has been huge for me and that Lord has used it to encourage me and really has allowed me to love my husband more. Um, because of it, because I feel like as I'm encouraging others, it's constantly pushing me to be better at those things, to to know how to love my husband, to know how to shepherd my children, and to always, always, always be going after the Lord. Because if I'm not doing those things, then I've got nothing to say to anyone else about it. 
Yeah. Oh, totally. Right. But I love to, you know, I think sometimes we start something like, you know, you just gave a perfect example of it. So you started the mommy tribe because you wanted to encourage women. And yet the Lord through your yes and through your obedience has encouraged you in ways you didn't even know you needed it. No, exactly. And right. yeah. And in ways that I, yeah, I could not have anticipated, you know, and I feel right. like I feel like that's what I see God do all the time in my life. He calls me to something, and then if I say yes and I'm willing to do it, it it's always good for me. You know, and it might be hard. I'm not saying that everything's easy because that's, you know, that's just a silly notion. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's always good. And, and I'm a firm believer that really, you know, like it says in Romans, that God works all things for my good. And I have... I have been blessed to walk out a lot of things where God has shown me his goodness. You know, um, when my husband and I lived in Fort Myers, when we had first gotten married and we had our first son and um, I had always wanted to move back by my family because I wanted to raise my kids by my family. And my husband knew that and it just wasn't possible for us in that season. And one night we sat down, we were having dinner and he was like, well, babe, I feel like it's time to move. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, I feel like God has said that we can go. I feel like, I feel like we can go by your family now. And within a matter of a month, we had sold our house. He had gotten a new job and we moved up by my family. We lived with my parents and we were building a house. And it was in that season that my mom was diagnosed with a really aggressive terminal cancer. And we ended up, she passed away maybe five or six months after her diagnosis. Um, and so it's amazing to see, like, my mom's death obviously was not good. It was not what I would have chosen. But the Lord was so kind and so sweet um, in that season to us. And my husband listening to the Lord and being willing to say, yes, we'll move, even when it was out of the blue and it was kind of like, well, what are we doing? But he was listening to God's spirit. And we moved and we had so much good time with my mom and we were here for that season. Um, you know, my dad wasn't alone for that. And it, I look back and I see when, when you actually say yes to the Lord, it is always for our good, you know, always. and even in the hardest things, even in the hardest and worst things of your life, God does so much good. Yes. In them. Oh, amen. Right. Just that he would give you that time it's like he sets us up with what we need before, you know, before things yeah. happen. Like he protects and provides and, and we don't even know it's right. happening. I think sometimes we're like, why isn't God doing anything? And we are assuming God is, yeah. we're assuming God is doing nothing, which is, of course, yeah. he's always <laughs> he's at work. on the job. <laughs> right? Like he's right. always at work. And um, even though we don't see it, he's, it's like he's setting it up for what we need. And he's so good to us. Right. Um, gosh, I love that example. Yeah, we moved three years ago from uh, Chicago to Texas. And it was a major, major upheaval. And my husband got a job and he moved in three weeks. Um, but we had school starting. So that's why we kind of did it so quickly. We moved as well. And, um, just the way that the Lord met us there in all of our fear and anxiety and just like cluelessness, there was a joy because we knew it was from him. And like you said, it's not all easy, but there's a joy that comes from knowing that this is actually the Lord moving you and he goes before you right? Like he's already right. before you. He's already there. 
you know, so there's no, right. um, but in our humanness, there's just a lot to get done when that happens. And, um, <laughs> you know, but then I look back and I say, oh my gosh, look at this and that and the other. And there's just so many examples of the way that he provided and, and also the way he protected us, um, in a lot of ways by taking us out of there as well, which I didn't even recognize right. when it was happening, you know? Um, right. right. Yeah, he's a good father, right? But I he, think that that's the, he is, he is. And I think that that's the beauty of, is, of life, is that we can look back if we're willing to, and you can always look back and see God taking care of us. And it's harder in the moment, even though you can trust that he's doing it. But I feel like, and this is one thing that I'm thankful for in my life, is that he's given me the opportunity to look back and to see his faithfulness. Yeah. And so it's like when I'm going to the next thing and when there's the next yes that's coming, I can go back and rest on his faithfulness that he's shown me before. Yes. Because I feel like when my, even when my husband and I, you know, in recent decisions and things that are coming in our life, when, when we're deciding to say yes, the yes feels easier because I can look back and I can remember that last yes, God sustained us through all of that. Yeah. He, he took care of us. He showed us his goodness and his faithfulness and his mercy and all of those things. And so I can go back and I can stand on that. And it makes this yes easier because I trust what he's doing because I've seen it and I've watched it. And yes. I think, you know. Oh, I, I love know. it. Yeah. Well, you he has a track record with you, right? Like he hasn't given up on you yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> It's he, so true. <laughs> he's trustworthy, right? And and it's funny yes. because, I mean, as human beings, I feel like we need him to prove his trustworthiness, which is silly. Of course he's trustworthy. That's just his character. But, like, mm -hmm. we have seen right. evidence of it in our own lives. And so for us right. to just to be able to call that up and be like, okay, Lord, I'm going to trust you this time as well. I love that. I love how your husband um, is totally in touch with the Lord, too. And I, I think that's a place where I think a lot of moms and wives get discouraged sometimes is if maybe they're married to a non-believer or somebody who maybe isn't walking with the Lord. I think that's really hard. Like, do you have anything you would like, what do you say? And do you have women that ask you about that? Cause I feel like that's been something a lot of times people have asked me about. I do. And I, you know, I struggle sometimes with that answer because I um, have watched women walk that road. And I, and I really do know how lucky I am to have someone who listens to the Lord and who turns to the Lord. And I know that so many women don't have that in the season. And while I would encourage them to pray for their husband, that their husbands would come to know the Lord and seek him and listen to him. Um, what I can say is that what I know about the Lord and what I know about marriage is that the design of marriage, you know, it's so, it's so complicated, but to sum it up, I guess what I would say is that when you're listening to your husband, you are honoring the Lord. And so there is, there's great wisdom, even for women who, whose husbands aren't necessarily pursuing the Lord to pray for your husband and pray that God would still be speaking. And then to know that when you're following your husband, you're still honoring the Lord. And that's, that's what God's calling us to do ultimately, right? In our yeah. marriages and in things like that. Um, and then also, you know, I I all the time ask the Lord to tell me stuff too. I mean, I know that might sound silly, but to not, I feel like God is faithful to 
to encourage us and to speak to us. And so um, even kind of how you said, you know, he, we want him to constantly prove himself, even though he, he's always, yeah. he's always on our side and always proving himself worthy. I, there are times and there are seasons when I will constantly go back to the Lord and say, can you just remind me again? Can you show me again? And he does it. Yeah. I really feel like he does it. I think partially because he made me in a way where I need that. And so he knows like, that's just his goodness to me in those seasons of like, God, show me again, encourage me again. Like even when starting the mommy tribe, it's like, remind me again that this is what you want me to do. Remind me why, why I would do it. What's the why here? And it's because like, don't you want women to, to know the Lord? I do. Yeah. I do. And if I can have a small part of that, I want to do it. And so for women who maybe don't have husbands that they can follow in that way, ask the Lord, like, remind me what you want from me. Remind me and talk to me and let God do those things. Um, yeah. I don't know if that answers your question. No, it's good. Yeah. No, I just think that's a real, a real question that comes up for people, you know, and I know um, sometimes we grow in our faith at different rates. Um, you know, we're not all, our husbands right. are not on the same path as us. They're individuals with their own experiences right. and their own healing, um, before the Lord and all of that. And so, um, I've been married 23 years. And so that's just been a real experience of, I, I do believe that marriage is a place that God really fleshes out the gospel. Like, how are you going to live what Absolutely. you say you believe, right? Um, right. And so I feel like it's just really holy ground. Like it's, um, you know, it's so profoundly teaches us about ourselves and about this other person, you know, that we've promised to love no matter what. Right. <laughs> and I mean, that's yeah. how God loves us. Right. And so in our humanness, right. I think we go, oh, yeah, I, I will love you unless you mess up or unless you say this thing that really bothers right. me or, right. you know, and it's like, no, no, no. Like it's no matter what. And so anyway, for me, I, I just feel like that in parenting. So the whole, <laughs> your whole thing, the parenting and loving Jesus more in the marriage is so fruitful, but it's also really, really tough ground. I mean, it's like where we stumble, right. And where we go, all right, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. And I, it, yeah, that was part of like when I was sitting down and thinking, okay, what do I want this to be? It's like, these are the, these are the important things. And these are the things that I'm constantly feeling like a failure at. Yeah. I'm constantly thinking I could be a way better wife. I, mm -hmm. I'm, a, you know, and I have those days where it's like, I'm the worst mom ever. Like when I, when my two-year-old was hitting my five-year-old and I said, just hit him back, just, just hit him back till he, till he stops hitting you. And it's like, I'm pretty sure that's not the best, the best move as a mom, but it's like, there are days like that. And I think knowing that other moms have those days and knowing that there are those days, but then there's also the days where you're, you know, like my kids right now are doing catechisms and they're repeating truth back to me. And it's like, this is, this is it. Like, this feels like a win right now. And I know that that's what the Lord's doing in their lives. And it's like, it's not all bad days. It's in marriage, you know, it's like, it's not all bad days. It's, it's a lot of good. And there's a lot of good things that I can be doing as a wife to yes. love my husband and to not, 
to not at the end of the day feel like, woof, I really blew it. <laughs> I really blew right. it today. There's, there's and... little things. Don't you think too in that, I love what you just said, it's not all bad days. I even think like it's not, like I think we have to offer ourselves some grace too. Like sometimes it's just a bad moment. Like sometimes you just had a bad mom moment or a bad moment in your marriage or maybe you reacted a way that you're not proud of, but that's a moment. It doesn't mean you have a bad marriage or you're a bad mother. It just means you had a bad moment. Like (laughs) offer yourself some grace like you would do for a friend, right? Like have that voice in your head be the voice that you would speak to a friend. You'd be like, it's okay. We all lose our patience. Yeah. You apologize and you move on. You know, I had to apologize to my husband earlier today because (laughs) we were doing stuff and he was taking a break and I was like, oh babe, there's no time for breaks today. And he's like, whoa. And I, you know, normally probably in the beginning of marriage, we would have had a bad day. And today I was able to say, sorry that I said that, but I just felt a little stressed in the moment. And we laughed about it and he gave me grace and we moved on, you know? And so it's like, those are the little things that when I first got married, I didn't maybe know to just say, Hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Like, and just move along and laugh about it instead of, you know, get all upset about stuff. And that's the kind of stuff that I want to share with people because it's like, that's the kind of stuff apologize and laugh about it and move on you know it's little things like that where I'm like that's the kind of stuff that someone taught me at some point in my marriage and that's changed the dynamic of my marriage it's made it a happier easier thing you know and so it's little things like that little silly things that I'll post on Instagram that I hope someone reads and says you know what that's true I could I could do that next time and that it changes the dynamic for them as well. Yeah. And I think too, even with your kids, right? Like if your kids, if you mess up, like there's no greater gift than to, to share with your kids. Hey, listen, I'm working on this. I I'm in progress as well. Let's, you know, let's pray about this or can you forgive me using the language that you want them to understand and be able to use in their own lives. And And so as a parent, I think sometimes we go into this parenting thing and we think, oh, okay, well, I have to be perfect and my kids have to think I'm perfect. And I think that's the opposite of what the real work is showing your vulnerability. Like we were saying, even in mommy tribe, showing your vulnerability, but also like with your own family, like saying, hey, you know what? I really messed up and I'm sorry and I love you. And you're like the most important people to me and I don't want to hurt you. Can you forgive me? That's so powerful to hear from your mom. It is. Yeah. It is. It's so, I, you know, recently my oldest son is almost six. And so he's gotten to the age where he's actually processing things more. And the things that I'm saying to him or the tone that I use, like it it matters a lot more now to him. And so it's been amazing the opportunities for me to humble myself and to say, "I, I shouldn't have said that to you that way. Do you forgive me? And giving him the place to extend grace and to understand how how powerful it is to extend grace to someone um and he's funny because when my youngest is doing something wrong if you know if there is discipline he is constantly coming to his defense and saying let's just give him grace like let's not Uh, let's give him grace and it's okay and he'll hug him and say i forgive you before before my youngest even you know offers the apology (laughs) and so it's been amazing to watch and it, it it's actually taught me a lot. I feel like I'm learning so much from him. He is so quick to forgive. And I think that's how the Lord is with me. Yeah. And then here I am 
you know, I get annoyed or frustrated and, and I'm, I'm willing to forgive, but it, he does it freely and he does it in a way that is a real picture of the gospel. And so I feel like I'm learning so much from my five-year-old in this season of offering forgiveness freely, quickly, without hesitation you know, he, he just does it well. And it's one of the things that I love about him in this season. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that's such a good, um, yes, we learn from our kids for sure at all the ages. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, unfortunately we're running out of time and I feel like we could talk forever. I'm going to post on, I'm going to post on my blog where to find you. So it's mommy tribe on Instagram and the mommy tribe.com, right? Yes. It's the mommy tribe on Instagram as well. Oh, so okay. everywhere. It's Okay, that's awesome. And um, yeah, so I'll post all of that um, in the show notes on greatbigyes.com. And then would you um, be willing to just pray? I would love for you to pray for um, maybe let's since it's on topic, pray for um, moms out there. Would that be okay? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I would love to. Thank you. Yeah, perfect. Okay. (laughs) God, thank you so much uh, for who you are. God, we thank you for uh, your goodness and your grace on us. I thank you for this time that I've been able to talk to Sue, God, that you um, you knew when this conversation would happen, even though we struggled to get here. God, you knew exactly when it would be and that it would be in your perfect timing. And so we thank you. And we thank you for the fact that we can always trust your timing. Um, God, we come before you now and we ask, um, God, that you would be with all the moms listening and all the moms out there, Lord, that, that today you would encourage them, God, that you would be present with them, that they would feel your presence, that they would know your goodness. And God, for the moms that you're prompting something in them and you're waiting for their yes, God, we pray that you would give them the confidence to say yes to whatever it is, whether it be um, homeschooling, whether it be a new project, whatever it is that you're calling them to, whether it be starting a new Bible study, um, engaging a friend they haven't talked to in a long time, whatever it is, Lord, whatever it is that you have put in their heart and that they know in this very moment, God, I pray that you'd give them the courage um, and the wisdom to say yes to you because we know, God, that you are good. And we know that the things that you call us to are for our good and you never leave us or forsake us in those things. And you're always present. You're always our helper. And so God, we pray for those women that, that, Lord, as they begin to say yes to you, that you would continually encourage them, that you would continually drop breadcrumbs of your goodness in front of them, that they would be able to follow you and trust you. Um, God, we just pray as mothers, um, Lord, that we would know that we don't have to be everything. Um, God, we're not perfect. Uh, we're sinners. And, Lord, I pray that, that we wouldn't be discouraged in that, but that we would know that you are the place to turn, that when we don't know how to discipline when we don't know how to love our children through every season and every turn, God. Um, and when we feel like we just don't measure up to the person next to us that's doing it, God, I pray that you would speak your truth to our hearts. God, that we would that we would cling to you and instead of what the world tells us, God, but that we would focus on you and your truth um, and just pray that we would love our husbands well, um, God, that, that we would always point our husband and our children back to you and that we would honor them and love them in the way that you call us to. Um, and God, I just pray for all the women listening, Lord, that, that as you speak to them, that they would remember Psalm 27, 8, God, where you said, you have said, seek my faith. And I pray God that our hearts would say to you, your faith, Lord, do I seek. God, thank you for this opportunity to talk to Sue. Pray that you would bless um, what she's doing with this podcast, Lord, that 
she desires to share um, your goodness and your grace um, in different stories. And God, I pray that you would bless that, that you would encourage her and equip her. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. That was beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I so appreciate you coming on, Katie. I really, I'm so glad we made it happen. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much for even asking me.